Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Pundit is the football trivia game. Every sale using the code LIONS at checkout now gives a whopping 40% discount plus a £10 donation to the Lions Food Hub. Visit punditgames.co.uk to order your copy. Punditgames.co.uk. Code LIONS. You're listening to After Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin. Except no sandwiches. Listeners, welcome to the Hall Fools in uh, West Bromwich near Birmingham. Uh, we're here obviously for the visit of the Lions. 2,000 Millwall fans have made the journey up in M6. And what could it be the culmination or the beginning of the culmination of the season? Would it be drama or damp squib? Would it be uh, triumph or despair, dear listeners? We're going to find out over the course of the next seven days. West Bromwich Albion come into the game in ninth position on the back of a very, very hot home winning streak. The Lions have caught in sixth position, three points clear of Norwich in seventh. But on the back of that rather uh, disappointing home loss to, to Huddersfield two weeks ago, seems like a long while ago now, we've had an international break. We're waiting for the two teams to enter the, the arena. Your Millwall side this afternoon, dear listeners, George Long and Gold, backline, Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper, Charlie Presswell, Danny Mack, the defensive two, George Saddle, Ryan Leonard, the attacking three, uh, Duncan Watmore, Zian Fleming, George Hayman, Tom Bradshaw, as you can hear, here come the two teams. You ever wonder what 2,000 Millwall fans sound like? It sounds like that. will be in their red and black strip this afternoon. Albion, of course, in their famous dark blue and white stripes. With the pantomime villain, Jed Wallace, amongst their number. I've been reading a little bit about his performances at West Brom this Apparently, he's highly rated for their player of the season. But rather like the 15-year-old ex-girlfriend that you broke up with all those years ago, it's going to be um, bitter, bitter and twisted all afternoon for the million fans, I'm sure. Start today sitting in sixth position with a playoff probability of 50%, according to not the 20 podcast. I do um, struggle with some of these uh, statistic graphic things that they put out online. My poor old mind goes around circles in the end, talking about kind of how we do this afternoon. Millwall will be uh, lining up to attack the, the home end in the first half. West Brom comes out a gas boiler as their mascot. Choice of mascot, I imagine the sponsorship there involved. It's a combi gas boiler, this is. There you go. You don't love us anymore, we're going to hate you. Gary Rowett speaking to the uh, the news of Den says he wants Mill to attack the game this afternoon, attack the game, and positively grab the opportunities that he sees in front of him. Um, also, <laughs> I think somewhat ironically, he's been talking about how he started to get the club, get the support after three and a half years. I think he's got a very dry sense of humour. Rowett describes West Brom's home form. So I think they've won about 10 out of 11. It's extreme. So we're up against it this afternoon this week. Mill will kick us off, attacking the home end. 
away from where we are. Hughes playing forwards from kickoff from uh, Jules Long, it's gone all the way back. Trickles through to the goalkeeper right down the other end. Early comment from the Mill support on Jeff. Even enlivening this afternoon, or do his head in. I don't know which. He did his head in at the den this was, didn't he? Rather lost the plot there, but uh, it remains a very dangerous player for them. And if he's motivated enough, if the abuse motivates him, he might be in for uh, a surprise or two. Vogel Samo dropped this afternoon in favour of Watmore, of course. of our crossing recently hasn't been ideal. Let's hope the two weeks off have livened us up. Zian's views on West Ham also being now amply illustrated by the travelling support. The local paper, the Express and Star, describes Jadis as contender for West Brom Player of the Season. A game like this does, of course, give us the chance to set up in our familiar style, which is the soap up pressure and get on the break. That seems to be our um, forte listeners, rather than having to break teams down as we did against Huddersfield, but we do struggle. Seems to be a drum in the house, oh dear. That's going to go in my book of Millwall songs, the great Millwall song book. That one's going to go in. Good old classic. West Brom corner. Six minutes in, dear listeners. Left side of corner for West Bromwich Albion. The Frossels, which is a bird apparently. Have you ever seen a Frossel in your life? I've never seen one or heard of one, apart from as a football nickname. But apparently they are the Frossels. Or the Baggies, which always sounds a bit nonsensical to me. But anyway, here comes the corner. Deep. It's uh, punched away by Jules Long. I've just clocked the gas combi boilers. Ideal Heating are the sponsors of uh, West Bromwich Albion listeners. Gas contractors. Hence the gas bo uh, boiler, of course. Nice work, Zian Fleming. Wins a throwing on the left side, just inside the, the, the uh, West Brom half. He was pictured playing basketball to much shock around um, the internet scene. He was playing basketball in Canary Wolf. They've got like a public hoop set up in the one of the squares. And Zian was shot on someone's mobile phone, shooting a few hoops. He wasn't very good. I don't think the, um, the Chicago Bulls will be after him. He plays, as I posted, he played basketball as well as I play football listeners. And believe me, that's not very good. Ticking towards 10 minutes, been open start for both teams. Opportunity for Millwall, obviously, a few minutes ago from that long throw for Tom Bradshaw, which uh, went upwards rather than on target. This is Watmore now on the left side. He cuts inside, taken away from him at last. Unlucky there. Lovely deft inside touch, Charlie Cresswell, who's been involved with the England setup, the England under-21s over the international break, of course. This is Jules Savile now. Murray Wallace, ball inside, falls to Bradshaw, tried to return it back to Ian Fleming there. The idea was right, this execution was just a little bit off in the, in the event, but it was a nice idea. Some reference to the lack of noise from the home support so far. It's a funny ground, it's a big, big ground. Looks like a decent sized crowd now, I think. I've read <coughs> near 30,000 capacity. I'll have to check that. Um, it's pretty full, but there's no sense of um, atmosphere in here, listeners. One thing we're not short of is atmosphere, by comparison with many. Michael and I did a, a show from um, Sheppey last weekend, one of our grassroots editions, and one of the messages afterwards, it went down very well with the, the Sheppey support, but one of the guys who replied back to, to say thank you for the coverage apparently uh, told us that Tom Bradshaw's brother lives down that way. He lives on the Isle of Sheppey, apparently. Um, if that's not a tenuous connection, tenuous link, I don't know what is. But yeah, apparently Tom Bradshaw's brother lives on the Isle of Sheppey. And we did a show about Sheppey United. That is a tenuous link, business, isn't it? This is now on the left now, ball into the box. 
cross came in, a lunging kind of stab there by the, I think it was the 10, the 20, sorry. It was wide right at the right place. There was mo half an opportunity there for West Brom. It went very wide in the end, but um, there was a moment there where a better finish would have uh, had us in trouble. That's 17 and towards 18 minutes. I caught myself going on the um, championship predictor. Listless earlier on. There's a loose ball there. This is what most dispossessed. Yeah, on the uh, results predictor and the consequences for the table. Honestly, you can go up, uh, up your own uh, backside quite quickly with those things. Uh, they're both addictive and um, mind-numbing in, in equal measure. The very permutations as to what may or may not happen with all the results in the table. Don't do it, kids. Maybe it's just say no. Don't go on. You really need to just worry about what we've got at the end of the day. And each, I think Gary Rowett made this point. This is this is uh, Savile trying to feed in Honeyman there. It's gone for a goal kick. George Long opting to punch a long ball forwards there rather than take it. Um, maybe he doesn't trust his handling abilities. I don't know, but he's punched it out straight back to West Brom possession. Strange choice. Modern keepers do this a lot, listeners, don't they? I don't fully get Maybe it's the modern ball. I don't know. Anyway, we're halfway through the first half now. It's uh, come towards 22 minutes. Pretty even overall. Um, neither side really having moments, but um, neither side really looking overly threatening. This is West Brom now, as I'm saying that, tempting the gods of football coming down our left side. Ball into straight into the backside of uh, Jules Saddle. It's going to be a throw in. throw from the right side coming in it's a deep one bouncing around still in possession this is Jed Wallace now he's shot bouncing around it's sixes and sevens into the box there bloody hell Mill somehow escaped by the skin of our teeth there was ping pong in the six yard box there as it went back and forth but we dodged a bullet 23 minutes best opportunity really for uh, West Brom in the fir first half so far 23 minutes in Loose pass, good feeds uh, Bradshaw. Just uh, the defender did well there. It was his ball that uh, gave Bradshaw an unexpected chance, but he was then the man to be beaten. Bradshaw just couldn't get round him. A uh, little moment there, 26 minutes. I don't think Bradshaw had much to play with in that situation. Gary Rowett talking about Zian Fleming, saying he's one of our most technical players, uh, gifted players. But we've got to find ways to get him away from man marking, which I think is what killed him against Huddersfield. He's not shown much so far this afternoon. Anyway, he comes to the left-sided corner. That was a bit of a waste. He's right to the edge of the penalty area, and that gives West Brom the chance to break. And here they come. This is Jed Wallace. He must be offside. He is, he is offside. And he puts it wide. So a sea, absolute sea of gesticulation. It was offside, mile offside. 29 minutes. That's a bit of a waste of a corner there, listeners. Well, I think we're trying to do different things. Jed Wallace, no longer on the Millwall Christmas card list. Or birthdays. Ticking towards 30 minutes. Um, game so far, been a bit helter-skelter, I suppose. Um, Neither side really dominating. Both have had their moments. West Brom probably would say they'd shaded the first half so far, but without any real opportunities apart from that um, ball into the box earlier on that I mentioned. Other than that, nothing really uh, sticks in the mind so far. We've all got to do better with these uh, dead ball situations, though. This is uh, the rock upon which our season has been built. And that so far in this game, at least we've been wasting them. This new uh, corner routine of pitting it back to the edge of the penalty for a volley has it's not really worked so far. As it is, this is Murray Wallace, left side on the halfway line. Should be a traditional punt forwards, and it is. There it goes. There's uh, one of the big boys in there. Falls to, to Cresswell in one of his more creative moments. He's gone wide right. One of the throwing from the right side there. Acting as a winger. 
Then it comes. Near part of the six-yard box. Back to Ryan Leather on the right side. Wins the right-sided corner. Let's see if we can do a bit better than that silly uh, routine that we've been doing so far. In it comes. It's a deep one. It's caught by Jake Cooper. High, high over the ball. That's better, but too high. 32 minutes. It's a cool grey afternoon here in Sandwell, West Bromwich. Floodlights illuminating the pitch now. It's not, it's grey skies rather than dull, if you know what I mean. It's going to be a left-sided, right-sided throw-in. West Brom, 32, comes towards 33 minutes. And it comes, it's uh, deeper, Jake is there. Watmore doesn't really deal with it, it remains in West Brom possession on the right side of our penalty area, little one-two, ball into the danger zone, moment there, blasted wide from the edge of the penalty area, line dodge a bullet, a better striker would have got that on target, as it was, it went veered off rightwards. Return of the drum. That's going to go for a corner. Must have come off of Danny Mack now. Little moments of danger. Millwall not, not uh, getting chances to clear it, but not taking them, listeners. It's going to be left-sided corner for West Brom now. Ticking towards 38 minutes. Here it comes, near post. That's headed clear by Zian. It's going to be nice work there. Watmore's in involved. Not sure what I make of Watmore, listeners. He's been beaten again now on the right side. Fantastic work there by Danny Mack. Ryan never gets a clip there as, as he cleared behind him. Fantastic work, Danny Mack. So put his body on the line. Wouldn't surprise me to see one more hooked out of the game at some stage, listeners. Well, obviously not in this half, I don't think. He's not been very impressive for me. We're ticking towards, what, 38 and a half minutes. Um, what to make of the game so far? I mean, I'd say that West Brom have had the better of proceedings overall. Uh, it's not to say Mill have been out of the game by any means. We need to start making more of the dead ball situations. We've not exploited them well enough. Uh, West Brom have had one or two moments of um, the ball flashing back and forth in front of our goal, but nothing um, on target so far. So um, I think Gary Rowett won't be happy with what he's seeing at half-time. And I think certainly is on the... Uh, left side of our defence, Watmore has, has been letting players get past him for me a little bit too often. In attacking terms, I'm obviously our tactic remains to sit deep and absorb pressure and uh, look for the break. Just uh, pause there, that's going to go for a Millwall throw-in uh, on the right side. Um, yeah, sit deep, accept the pressure, which we all know and we all accept. We've got to start doing better with the attacking uh, side of it. Though. We've not looked truly, truly dangerous. I can't think of a shot on target or a header on target in this half from Millwall. That's the other side of the coin. If you're going to you know, be a counter-puncher, you need to be able to land your punches, don't you? Let's go all pugilistic on your listeners. As the man says, it should have been a corner. There is half time, dear listeners. Millwall nil. Uh, West Bromwich Albion nil. Millwall nil. Lions will be pleased to get in at half time. Nil nil. Um, work to do in the second half for me, in my, my opinion. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Achtung, Mehlball. Welcome back, dear listeners. Welcome to the second half. The Albion side are out. Just waiting for the entry of the lines. Here they come. Um, big half of football ahead of us here. I think I'm um, just reading my half-time show notes. I do do show notes for these little uh, compositions, listeners, believe it or not. And I was just looking at some comments that Gary Rowett made about how the, the extreme home form that we've mentioned already for West Bromwich Albion. But uh, they've won 10 out of the last 11 unbeaten in, that, in those 11 games. So for long as the be a 0-0 half-time, obviously a big 45 to go. There's no mean achievement if we can keep this going. Millwall will be attacking the, the, the home support, the away support, the Millwall support in the second half, dear listeners. Game is underway. Caught me by surprise somewhat. This is Millwall now, this is uh, Watmore coming down left side. It'd be nice to see him do something, so after this, it's been a disappointment for me. I want to keep mentioning, but um, he's done nothing. In some uh, Cruyff styled uh, jinx. Ball in from the. Uh, that was a terrible ball from Ryan Miller there. We do somehow retain possession. We didn't deserve to, in truth. <clears throat> 50 minutes. Millwall now on the right side. This is Ian Fleming. Defence splitting pass. This is Murray Wallace now on the left side. Poor cross in, in truth. Building better. Going for Millwall throw, left side. Lumped full by Cresswell with a good ball in the event. It's found Murray was offside. Offside. Not such a good ball. This schoolboy humour, but it works somehow, listen, isn't it? It's humour of the playground. All bouncing around, almost falls into the path of Fleming there. It's now George Honeyman. Spreads it. This is Fleming now. Just uh, right of centre. Tries to get past his man. Grounds for a handball. Referee not giving it. As West Bromwich Albion clear it and bring away. Danny Mack doing a sliding tackle. Unfortunate. It's a shot inches wide of the middle top right hand side of the uh, goal now. Danny Mack with a, some might call it a reckless slide tackle. I think he's, I don't know if he's being booked. No, he's the referee's let it go, 53 minutes. He's dodged a bit of a bullet there, Danny. I thought that was, uh, that might draw a card. So it's a deep middle free kick. Jules not going to punt it forwards. The big boys are gone up. Cooper. Zian's in there. Towards Cooper, gets ahead to it. Falls to Watmore, over the bar. Over Honeyman, over the bar, caught it on the volley. No real power in it, and it looped over the bar. Probably Mill's best chance of the game so far. Apart from that Bradshaw header, perhaps, in the first half. It's 57 minutes. It's a long ball, trying to find Tom Bradshaw. It's inside to ZMPM, combined well with George Honeyman. Mill's spreading play now. Murray Wallace, in towards 58 minutes. This is now George Saddle, acting as almost a right winger. There's a target from Tom Bradshaw, battered away by the goalkeeper. West Bromper down, flattened. It should be a corner, a middle corner. Didn't see what happened to him. Nice little deft header on target, the goalkeeper got across well there. First real chance for Millwall. In it comes. Another deep one, it's headed headed into his own net there by the uh, West Brom defender. This is the goalkeeper takes it. Saddle does well to block the break. Really well, ball into the mop. There's Ian Fleming header into the ground and picked up by the goalkeeper on the line. There's a real chance there, Dennis. He headed it downwards rather than on target. 61 minutes. Big opportunity there for Ian Fleming. Mill showing more spot, more vim. More vroom, 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 vroom. In the second half. 
Looks like there's um, substitution being lined up on the mill bench. Number seven, Oliver Burke, pace. We're going to replace Duncan Watmore, I would guess. He's done nothing defensively and not much going forwards to hopefully bring in Oliver Burke, who won't do much defensively, but may bring some more attacking um, dynamism. I think that's the thinking by Gary Rowett. We're ticking towards the halfway point of the second half. It's been a much brighter period for Millwall than what we saw in the first half. This is the uh, lines now on the on the right side. Leonard and uh, Mac, Danny Mac, Oliver Burke, Danny Mac. Fumbled over. Throws that not a free kick. It is a free kick. The referee was waiting to see if um, Mill got any advantage. West Bromwich Albion players in sense with that. It's a chance, actually. It's right on the edge of the West Brom penalty here on the right side. And it comes. It's on. Oh, it was a, he had a go there. It's punched away off the line for a, left, a right sided corner. Ambitious. Dear Savile. My dear Savile, I approve of that. Heading off the line. 35, been spoken to. That's a good old school chant, isn't this? You dirty northern bastard. Are they northern? I suppose they're beyond Watford, aren't they? So that makes them northern. Bodies flying in all directions. Fantastic sliding tackle. Listen to the roar. Listen to the roar of the middle crowd. As the West Brom player rolls around, he gets a yellow card. He got the ball there, listeners. He got the ball. The West Brom players driving around. Now he'll walk away. Look at him now, 21. He should be booked for that as well. That's faking. That's faking an injury. The referee's been worked over there, listeners. Fantastic tackle by Tom Bradshaw. The crowd loved it. The referee booked that hook, line, and sinker. to get a yellow card for something or other. That was far down at the middle end, so I couldn't see what that was all about. I can tell you that that tackle from Tom Bradshaw, which was full-blooded, it was a good old-school, cold-go-lane tackle. The crowd loved it. Got a ball. Should have got a yellow card. Bit of argy-bargy now in the middle. I don't think West Brom are happy with the, uh, the situation. Bromwich Albion crowd, vague noise of disgruntlement. Unhappy what this is, but they're strained to touch. Danny Mack slips inside. This is now Zian Fleming. What can he do? Shots on target, batted over the bar by the goalkeeper there. There's a nice move, Zian Fleming. And uh, Oliver Burke combining very well there, Zian had a moment to get a shot on target. It was straight at the goalkeeper though, unfortunately. 71 minutes. It's a right-sided uh, corner now, Millwall. My artistic sensibilities are being satisfied now in the second half. A little bit of cramp now in the uh, West Brom defence. Millwall lining up in a kind of a training ground routine here on the edge of the penalty area. It's a right-sided corner, and it comes. It's deep, deep, deep. It's flicked away from Jake Cooper. Put back into the mix, into the melee. That bounces away, unfortunately. 16 minutes left to go, listeners. Move looks a lot brighter in this second half. Obviously, it still remains nil-nil, and one chance, one mistake will probably settle this one way or the other. We've looked a lot brighter in the second half. And West Brom, not so much. This is Jed Wallace now on the right side. Goes past Murray Wallace, his namesake. That's into the near post. And that's back to Jed now on the right side. They get a crossing from the right side. They cancel across the face of the goal. Off the line, I thought. Ball bouncing around like a ping, like a, a ping pong down there. I don't know where that went, listeners. That was pinging around. 
pinball machine there. I think Mill dodged one there, listeners. 78 minutes. Must have Val been on the break. Oh, that was a last ditch block there as they came straight down the middle, listeners. It's gone from right side of the corner. Remsall's 84 and a half minutes. The danger zone, we've got to keep it tight. We've done very, very well to keep them out, really, for the half. They've not looked that dangerous for me in the second half, but it will only take one moment of uh, loss of concentration. They've got a chance here from this right sided corner. In it comes, it's a deep one that's headed away. And then a second best again there, listeners. Good tackle. George Long takes his man very, very well there. Two West Brom players on the floor. Came out and made a great tackle, very long way away from where I'm standing. Looked like he got the ball. The home crowd and stood up as one, arguing the toss. What's the road's given a is that a goal kick? Must have been offside. Must have been offside, listeners. It was a good challenge by George Longo, nevertheless, he didn't know that in that moment. There's a sliding tackle on the West Bromwich Albion forward as he was um, through on the left side. Well, much improved second half, as I've said a few times during the course of these uh, thoughts and muses. Um, the first half rather got away from us a little bit, I felt, although we were in it, we weren't playing badly, but we could have done better going forwards. We've looked a bit sharper coming forwards in the second half, not so much now since we've brought in Hutchinson to shore up the defence clearly. Um, but a nil-nil draw, if it remains that way, still some minutes to go. So I better not tempt Lady Fate. Um, but a nil-nil draw here would not be a bad result, given West Brom's track record. 48 minutes on my cup. About four more minutes, I would say, of, of play. Man of the match. Well, it's been a defensive performance primarily in the second half. Um, so I'm probably going to go for a defender or one of the mid, mid um, you know, defensive midfielders, perhaps. Um, I've liked the look of Jules Saddle all afternoon. I've liked the look of uh, Cooper and Cresswell. Um, Long's not had an awful lot to do in goal. Murray's got forward well, so I'm going to go, well, take your pick, really, listeners. So I'm going to go with uh, Charlie Cress. Well, he's dealt with a lot of stuff this afternoon. So I'm going to go with Charlie Cress. He's also got forwards on occasions. 50 minutes, maybe, maybe uh, last minute of the added time now. I think we said before the start of the game, a draw wouldn't be a bad result for us. Just, I'll speak too soon because this is West Brom breaking forwards. Body going flying everywhere. There was a moment there where one of their players went flying as the ball came down the left side. So all in all, ahead of the uh, huge match, Good Friday match at the Den against Luton. This is not a bad point if it finishes this way. I think it might be the last few seconds of the game now. Achtung, Mehlball. today I think neither teams show anything of any reason to win that game um, however as a Millwall fan I would be more than happy to take that point especially with um, most of the results going our way I thought we battled well we were strong in defense we didn't give them a sniff of any out-and-out -out opportunity albeit maybe one or two, which probably I may have missed. But, you know what? Nil-nil, I would have taken that at the beginning of the game, and I'm really pleased coming home. I thought man of the match day for me was Jake Cooper. I think he was absolutely amazing at the back. Um, and that Cresswell had a very good game as well. Um, well, the back four, if I'm honest, really played really, really well. Um, 
West Brom have got strength strength in in players in terms of Swift, Jed, DK, Reach, to name a few. But we made them amateur, and they they are what they are, and that's a mid-table team. But we go forward now, going to Luton. Luton's a massive game now, which I think all of us are all now looking forward to. Sell out crowd at the Den, which be really good. And um, in front of the camera, so well, we're probably expecting a Tom Bradshaw hat-trick. So come in lines and roll on Friday. Hi Nick, John Rankin here just reporting in. After the 0-0 uh, draw at the Hawthorns against West Brom and Jalbium. And I've got to say, we went to the game today, we travelled up, went on the Millwall coach. And the away fam were in really good voice. We had a good day out, actually, and we're well pleased with that point. In actual fact, to be honest, we could have won that, and I think we should have won it on balance. They had 60% possession, made more passes, but we looked much more dangerous, especially in the second half. And I thought we all played really well. The team played well. And they showed a lot of good spirit. Um, we had quite a few corners. were pretty ineffective from those. I think Jake Cooper had a clear penalty again in the first half. Um, so our set-piece play didn't really produce much. Zian Fleming had a couple of wonderful opportunities. And on another day, he would have buried both of them. One was a header from uh, a George Savile cross. And the other was from a nice bit of midfield interplay, which saw him taking on a man and going through a gap. And, um, you know, on another day, um, it would have hit the back of the net, but a well-deserved point on the road. I was very impressed with all the team, actually, but I think standout performances today from Jake Cooper, Ryan Leonard and George Savile. Uh, also, George Honeyman, tremendous energy around the pitch. Danny Mack, very solid. Charlie Cresswell, again, solid. And Murray Wallace kept his namesake very quiet. Um, strange day with, with Jed Wallace. He came down to the away end and uh, sort of clapped us. And he got verbals back, I'm afraid. And I don't really know what to make of that, but I'm not really that bothered. I think the team's a lot better without him, to be honest with you. Bit of an ego, and uh, I think we're in a lot better place. So it's onwards and upwards to Luton. It's still in our hands. We're lying fifth on the table. And, you know, it's very much up to us. I'd like to see Rowett give SA a bit more time, to be honest with you. And I'd like to see Duncan Watmore just show a bit more of himself. He scored a lovely goal against QPR, and we need to see more of that. So, just a little bit more impetus and a little bit more strength up front and a bit more dynamism, and I think we're on our way. So, against Huddersfield, I thought our race was run if we carried on playing like that. We didn't play like that. Um, we were a lot more comfortable playing against a team like West Brom, who were prepared to actually do something in the game and we got the results as I say could have so easily won that so onward and upward to Luton come on you Lions Hi Nick Matt Richards just um, giving my views on today's performance really really good performance um, good result you can't argue with a point away from home against West Brom um, anybody would have taken that before the game Albeit, you know, obviously in the game we had more chances than them. And another day, you know, if we, we should have, well, there was quite a few chances that we should have, could have done better. Um, Zian had a couple of good, really good chances. Um, a couple of headers from Bradshaw and Cooper. And obviously, again, another another penalty not being given, you know, but I thought we were a better team. Um you know, we suffocated West, West Brom, um, 
Murray did a superb job, and Jed, he was so quiet, he was unbelievable. Um, but the whole team, you know, played really well. Um, it's one of our, again, one of those performances we've done a few times this year away from home. It's, it was just so solid. Um, and it's just a shame that we just couldn't nick one. But, you know, that would have been that would have been amazing. But it wasn't to be. So, you know, we just got to be happy with a point, which we are. We've got Luton. And you look at look our running. Um, you know, we've got we should be we should be you know, we've got a good chance of winning all those games really. We won't because that's not what we do. Um but it's looking so positive for the playoffs that uh, we've only got ourselves to blame if we don't make it really. Um thought the team team played well. Um I mean players wise individual performances wise. Um thought defence was solid, really good, Cooper and Creswell. And Danny and Murray, as I've mentioned already, superb. Saville, Leonard, um, Honeyman was busy. Um, Zia and I say I thought we had a couple of chances, which he probably should have done better. Um, Watmore was off the pace, so pretty right to kind of bring him off. Um, and Bradshaw, yeah, you know, he had a couple of chances, but you can't you can't expect Bradshaw to score every single game. So it's a decent, decent performance all round. Um, hopefully, we'll get the rest of the players coming back. So Billy and Bennett um, for the running, and then it's um, fingers crossed. You know, we keep nicking up points. We've got, we've got to. I think we've really, when I say got to win, we haven't got to win against Luton, but we've got to start winning our home games. That's the kind of concern I've got at the moment. When he starts, we haven't, we haven't done it for a while now. Um, but I think if we can start doing that, keeping our away performances as they are, then we should be in the top six. And then, well, who knows? Who knows indeed? Anyway, well done. I know you went up there today, Nick. Well done to you and everybody else that went up there. Top, top support. I can hear you loud and clear over Millwall TV. Um, now, another big crowd on Friday, and um, we'll see what happens. OK, Nick. Cheers, mate. Come on, you lines. Good morning, Nick. Jim Hackett here. Um, just with a few thoughts on the, the game yesterday. Obviously, typical Millwall, isn't it? After the Huddersfield game, that that we can come out, look so strong, uh, give a really strong performance yesterday, I thought, and probably with a little bit of luck could have nicked it. Um, West Brom, fantastic record going into it. I think nine wins out of the last ten games. Only one goal scored against them in, in quite a while, and uh, I think we... We gave them a performance that probably uh, opened their eyes a little bit and and certainly got all the supporters back on side after the last game. But that's how uh, football goes, isn't it? Especially at Millwall. I thought the whole team did really well. I think the only one who anybody can say was slightly on the edge of of giving it 100% was Watmore. He just looked like he was coming, coming into a team rather than somebody who was established there. And I think with him, Burke... It's it's a, at the moment it's it's finding out which is the better one at the better time and I think Rowett's doing okay but if we can just get one of them two to fire for any sort of regularity I think we'll be fine then. I did think at half time that George Savile looked a, a little bit um, leggy, a little bit out and maybe should have been replaced but then watching him in the second half it was like a, a transformation. He's absolutely fantastic and that lad the. Uh, Kept going, I don't know, but um, that's off to him. And the other player I'd like to mention, I think, after yesterday was uh, George Long. And he he didn't look in too much trouble with, with anything, but I think that the way he can kick the ball and, and get us out of trouble when they are coming forward, he can get the ball in his hands and straight away, you know, it's going to be down the other end of the pitch. And then they've got to come back at us. And, and the amount of throw-ins and problems it causes, I think, is fantastic. And... If there is a debate about him and Bart, then unfortunately I think it's that distribution and that ability to get us down the pitch, which is uh, sort of winning the argument for long. And um, I, I don't see Bart getting back in now for the rest of this season anyway. I think one of, one of the, the issues that uh, Rowett's coming into soon, uh, and a good issue I think, is that when Billy Mitch is fit, how do you fit him in in place of Leonard and Savile? 
I think um, both of them are fantastic. Leonard coming back is like having a new player. And uh, with Billy being out, he's come back at the right time. And I think we've got the same problem at the back with uh, Cresswell, Cooper and uh, Hutch. Again, you know, Hutch, leader of the pack. But, you know, at the moment, Cresswell's playing so well that you can't see him getting back in, you know. And and it's it's a great problem for for Gary Rout. But I think it's a, a sort of disappointing one for, for the supporters because everybody likes Hutch. Everybody likes William Mitchell. And, and yet the players that are in there are doing the job for the shirt. I think... With the wide players, I think he's got his own problems because you've got Honeyman who I think he's playing really well. Then after that, Watmore, Vogie, Burke, SA, they're all going to have little chances. I think I think after the Luton game, I think we might see more of SA because the teams we're going to be playing then are going to need to, to have somebody a bit more special to unlock the, uh, the door. So hopefully he'll get his chance that. But after yesterday's game, I think everybody sort of were hand on heart couldn't see us getting too much and yet probably knew we will get something because it's, it's that sort of season for us. But overall, a fantastic uh, performance, a fantastic result in terms of not losing, but what fantastic support. Um, I, I only really caught most of the, all the second half and, and some of the, the first half of the game, but you could just listen to the, the Mill support. It looked absolutely fantastic and it sounded great and uh, long may it continue. So, on the Friday, Luton Town, uh, let's hope we uh, don't get any worse than a draw there, or a draw against them, but let's hope for a win. So, come on, Millwall. Achtung, Millwall. Hello, dear listeners. Well, as one someone once said, uh, football is a funny old game, and there are nil-nil draws, and there are nil-nil draws, aren't there, dear listeners? And yesterday was an excellent point, I felt, as the... Uh, contributors have all really made the same point over and over that at the start of proceedings yesterday we would all have taken a point at West Brom, one of our um, playoff revivals, playoff rivals. Um, The result, plus combined with the gods of football smiling upon us with other results, um, have combined to leave us now four points clear of Norwich who lost yesterday. Norwich losing uh, 1-0 at home to, to Sheffield United. Um, other results, I mean, the Madhouse result for Huddersfield putting four past Middlesbrough for a two. Um, but anyway, the, the, the gods were clearly smiling upon the Millwall promotion run because we're now sitting in fifth position, 61 points, four points clear of Norwich City on seventh, in seventh, 57 points. Then Coventry also on 57, West Brom, um, clear blue water now down to them in ninth. It does, of course, mean that our game against Luton on Good Friday, which is a 12.30 kickoff, listeners, don't um, make the error that I nearly did of thinking it was a 3 o'clock kickoff. It's a 12.30 start on Friday. Assumes um, major proportion, doesn't it, if it didn't already? Luton sitting in fourth, um, uh, 67 points. They have established enough of a gap to probably start to feel that they are safely in the playoff spots, whether that whole mentality will show itself on Friday. One thing is for certain, we need a massive home show of support for the team. Yesterday, uh, great support up there at the Hawthorns. One or two of the boys have made that point already on, on the contributors' voicemails. Um, I just want to reiterate you would have heard it on the on the live um, thoughts and musings that I did. It was wonderful support. The home support was very wishy-washy. And the the, the travelling 2000 made it seem like a home game for, for Millwall. That is what we need to reproduce on Friday. You know, the, the, the big stakes are now coming onto the table. 39 games gone. We're sitting in um, in fifth position in the championship table. And uh, we have a four-point uh, spread between ourselves and the and the seventh spot. So uh, Friday, ideally a win, of course. But uh, I think really avoid defeat would be um, number one. And then hopefully, hopefully, if you can ever have such a thing with Millwall, you have teams that are looking to you know, just back their season out afterwards to come, certainly up until Blackburn on the last day of the season. So uh, huge stakes. It's, it's the high rollers table and we need to bring our, our A game, as they say in, in the USA. Um, hugely enjoyable day out yesterday, actually. For a nil-nil draw, this is the, the wonder of football. How can a goalless draw be you know, an enjoyable day, but it was great to see some um, some faces. I just want to give a big shout out to Mike and to Barry Perkins, who I saw before the game, Phil Clark, 
uh, couldn't catch up with Harry up there. <laughs> Harry was there. Um, I lost phone um, phone reception. So anyway, we were there in the proximity, but um, hopefully I'll catch up with H this week to uh, you know chew over the card of Millwall. Um, just want to say thank you to everyone for the. Uh, there's one or two blokes shook my hand up there. I don't know their names, and it's um, it's really nice to get some nice feedback. I just want to say thank you. Uh, it means a lot to to hear nice words, and um, you know I appreciate every single compliment that people make for our show. We we do it for. I hope the right reasons, um, and hopefully this will be a season to remember, and we're going to be there every inch of the way. I'm even weighing up going up to Wigan, listeners. This is how the mania gets me. If the season's still on, going to Wigan, um, I'm even looking at all sorts of um, travel methods to get up there. We'll see. We'll see on that score. Anyway, there we go. Um, huge thank you to everyone for contributing. If you want to make a contribution to the show, you can do it one or two ways. You can phone into our, our answer phone, which is 0208 144 And that's, that's one method. You can just leave a message on it. I don't answer that phone number, listeners. It's, it goes to an answer phone. You can leave a message on there. Or if you want to send me a voicemail, which is the better method because the quality is normally pretty good, um, send, me, send me a voicemail or give, give us a shout, a DM, a, a direct message on Twitter, and we can exchange mobile numbers. And um, we've got some big games coming up. It'd be great to get a spread of opinion. And I don't mind how many I get. If I, if I get so many that I can't put them in one show, I'll stick them in another one. That's the kind of wild, madcap show that this is, listeners. Um, so, yeah, get in touch. Either give us a shout. We can exchange mobile numbers. Um, email is actongmillwall at gmail.com. You can message me on Twitter at actongmillwall. Or you can just leave a message on the, on the answer phone 0208 144 um, I think we're done. Huge thank you for listening to the show, dear listeners. Thank you to everyone. Let's catch up. Good Friday at Millwall. Bye for now. Achtung, Millwall. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.